whether it's slaughtered by science, Skyrim, unresolved mysteries, or The Simpsons. There's a sub for that. Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. He's your host, Willie. Show me the money, Matson. He likes it dirty, unlike the toilet paper. He's Scott Carolla. We're a show all about Reddit, covering all the ups and down votes in hopefully 30 minutes. If you like the show, you can find more of us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, or in the Packers' backfield, sacking old Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> Here's what I want to say about my week. This show is all about you, us connecting with you, everybody who's listening. What's Hi. up, Iceland? And, and Denmark. I had, Denmark, I had a shit up? week. So you did. While the rest of the world was Literally saying, or figuratively? Both. Oh. While the rest of the world was dealing with what was described as an unprecedented moment in our history, which is the loss of... Of the queen. Mm-hmm. It's not unprecedented. Everybody dies. It is precedented. <laughs> but our show is not about taking a stance in terms of people's thoughts there. I was more concerned that the cat that you guys know and love that I hold was very ill. And show mascot. Currently, he is currently hopped up on drugs, walking around kind of like he has a hangover. And uh, he's got a leaky butthole. And I have spent... Every day, every waking hour, worrying about his little dumb, cute face. <laughs> Poor little bandit. How's he been taking it, though? Like, has he been extra cuddly or has he been more standoffish? Is he just like, I really got to go, Dad, if you could, you know. Surprisingly, Scott, he cares a lot about the queen. <laughs> <laughs> so this, must, gotta, this is really, it's really hitting him hard. It's, he's got opinions, okay. <laughs> This is a good segue. There's current things in our life that define our childhood, define how we grew up, are representative of our lives. And today, there was an announcement. Oh! By Xbox and Rare. I don't know if you saw this. I have not. No, tell me more. I'm completely surprised here. So it says, 25 years after its original release... Experience GoldenEye 007 faithfully recreated for Xbox consoles, including achievements, 4K resolution, and a smoother frame rate, even in split-screen local multiplayer coming to Game Pass. When? (laughs) I don't know, but it should be now. I know. Why is it not now? (laughs) How insane would that have been if they had just like made this announcement and said, and it's available today. Everybody called out. Everybody would not be at work. Everybody's like, seriously, <coughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. Yeah. Holy crap. I just heard I, another, I, another podcast talking about this, uh, another video game podcast. There's a couple of them, but okay. they were just saying like they were completely surprised that with every single remake that has happened, that this has not come back to life. And I think it was owned by Rare, still owned by Rare, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah. It came up in a video game 20 questions. They were trying to see if this was the game. And then Mm -hmm. they waxed nostalgic about it for several minutes. But I don't know how many of our listeners, how many people that exist worldwide, 
was a pivotal moment in video game history and in their childhood. It was a pivotal, pivotal. I can't say that word. Pivot. It was an imp- pivot. It was a. <laughs> it was an important moment, an industry-defining thing. It no multiplayer had ever done this. No, allow it, you to play with your friends in this way. Four players on the same screen mm-hmm. at the same time. Even if if it was that weird Nintendo sixty four controller, which I don't know. Never bring that back. Never bring it back. Please, please. Yeah, <laughs> does not belong. So this is coming out on Xbox. That's huge. That's a big get. Well, Rare is owned by Microsoft, right. so it would make sense that it, that's where it would go. And if you're thinking about a, a gaming platform that has buy-in through their subscriptions, th- I mean, they're doing all the right stuff right now. Buying Activision, bringing in all of these old players to to sign up for Game Pass just for this game, which I think, if I'm guessing is going to lead immediately into Perfect Dark. Like, this is the trial. Did you play that? that game. I loved Perfect Dark. Really? Okay, I never played it. So it, it they took the same engine from the original GoldenEye and converted it into Perfect Dark and offered the option to do all the things you wished you could do oh. in GoldenEye. Like, better controls, dual wielding of weapons. It, it was far superior... In terms of gameplay mechanics to GoldenEye, but it yeah. didn't have the same the same nostalgia. This is crazy news. This is great news, especially for people who love video games. And this is on the heels of that the deal with Blizzard Activision is almost complete, meaning that yeah. every single Call of Duty title, Willie, is about to drop on Game Pass. How excited does that make you? The only issue I, I see with that is I'm a PC player. I have an Xbox. Scott can see it now, right behind this wonderful candle, so I don't have to smell Bandit's asshole juices. Um, but you guys can. It's it's off screen over here. I, I have an Xbox, and it kind of goes unused. Do you plan on giving it up? Are you sticking with PC Master Race? Yeah, I like I like the I like what my fingies can do. Okay, gotta work gotta work on those fingies. Don't magic, do that, Willie. Ooh. Magic. <laughs> Okay. But, but you can still do Game Pass on PC. So yes. I will come back to Xbox for this game. Oh, they're not bringing it to PC. Well, it just says Game Pass and ah. uh, recreated for Xbox consoles. So I have a hard time believing that it's going to be anywhere but, else. That's kind of nice, you know, with inviting people to come back in, do couch co-op. This is a win. This is a big win, especially for Microsoft. I wanted to point this out. I did save another post on Reddit this week that I think is similar to this. I saw this post that said, I was babysitting a four-year-old and it has convinced me that what video games need is a little buddy mode where a kid can have a character that just jogs along with you (laughs) and can help and get their own encouraging score but can't be harmed. I've heard plenty of dads say that when they're little kids who don't have fine motor skills quite yet want to play, they'll just give them a second controller that isn't turned on or plugged into anything. So it'll look like they're playing along. I think it's a brilliant idea. And if you could just take odd job and have him follow you around <laughs> in the game. <laughs> and the only, the only thing little buddy mode can do is throw his hat. Right. Insta death. <laughs> he's like the best D familiar you would ever get just. oh my gosh that would be incredible does it uh does it give it a really a release date 
according to The Verge, it says the announcement for a GoldenEye 007 remaster comes just as James Bond's fans celebrate 60 years of the iconic movies. Ooh. Various events are being held, culminating in James Bond Day on October 5th. Dude, so they don't have an exact date, but what if it's done already? Those sneaky bastards. The The Verge did say the remastered <laughs> game includes 4K resolution, smoother frame rates, and even split screen local multiplayer. Rare says it will even arrive on Game Pass and Nintendo Switch Online, but oh. online multiplayer modes will be exclusive to the Switch version, oh. according to a post on the official 007 site. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Online multiplayer exclusive to Switch? I think it's up in the air at this point. I'm I would too hope dumb so. and not able to read, but there's no way that I couldn't see it being multiplayer. That would be a huge boon or a huge whiff. Uh, mm-hmm. for, for Rare, Microsoft, whoever, I guess whoever's running the show over there. Uh, but speaking of things that are potentially disappointing and exciting, in the subreddit Halo, you probably heard about this. Microsoft. Microsoft's is, just taking the top spot of uh, there's yeah. a sub for that podcast this yeah. week. But uh, they're restructuring 343's leadership. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Well, who's 343? What what games do they make? 343 Industries is the company that made Halo Infinite. Got it. And I should, so I should have known that. <laughs> so if you have been playing or paying attention to that game, the rollout wasn't smooth. Kind of continues mm-hmm. to this day to be uh, choppy. Game modes are still kind of up in the air with no solid turnaround times release dates missing left and right bonnie ross the founder and corporate vice president of halo infinite developer 343 is leaving the company and microsoft has chosen pierre hints to take over as studio head immediately there is also going to be some other changes with brian kosky becoming the gm of franchise and elizabeth van week overseeing business and operations so uh, when's the last time you were serious about halo right after goldeneye (laughs) sure right it was a huge it was also a huge title i remember people still playing goldeneye when halo came out and people saying like oh well i'm i'm just gonna go back to this that this multiplayer game that i know and love mostly because the online multiplayer wasn't fantastic when it rolled out for halo Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like a, a history of things disappointing people. <laughs> but when we're talking about Microsoft, this is still their game. Their number one bread and butter. When you talk about Microsoft Game Studios, this is the first thing that comes to anybody's mind. Have you played Halo Infinite? I, I don't think I've played a Halo game since Halo... What was the one where you didn't play as Master Chief? The the last The first game where... You didn't play as that character. You played as like these series of like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was four or five. That's about the time that I stopped. And I think that was probably 2009, maybe. Odd, odd choice, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, let's play uh, Mario without Mario. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It's important to recognize that Halo, for those of you who don't know, was a Bungie-made game. Bungie then sold it to Microsoft. Microsoft has carried on the legacy. I, I know plenty of people. I know I, we have a friend who would disagree with this, but I don't think that Microsoft has done a good job of honoring what 
Halo set out to be, which is the pinnacle of multiplayer gameplay. It, sure. Multiplayer shooters. Yeah. There's plenty of other games that I think have just found ways to be better, significantly better, regardless of if it's a game that you play or not. You, Scott, are not a multiplayer fan, but Call of Duty is a better game. I think um, Destiny oh, is better is better game, especially when it comes to multiplayer. Absolutely. Uh, there's been a lot of trial and error from a company that has seemingly had the entire weight of this Microsoft business behind it. And for them to have so many misses is a, is a lot disappointing. It's not even a little disappointing. We've had people come and go in other games for other reasons, but I think this is just kind of, uh, I'm going to call it a win right now because for a long time since the game's inception before the game was even released people have been doubtful and i won't say they're not trustworthy that things will change but as we've talked about in the past with cyberpunk being released unfinished all of these things you can't have that i know you're the biggest industry in the world you're bigger than movies film and television the biggest entertainment can't have these misses and expect to maintain the the lead that they have over other who would you say is bigger than or the biggest video game right now the biggest game at the moment yeah i'll give you what i think the top three would be you would be denying the reality if you weren't to say that fortnite would be in the top three right it's playable just (laughs) damn near everywhere minecraft very different type of game but very social and it has teeth. It can play a long time. Like it's going to have some staying power and hugely multiplayer focused. It's more co-op and not necessarily versus, but they've got a huge multiplayer aspect when it comes to the custom games and servers that you can use. And now I'm thinking us based because I like, otherwise you're going to say league of legends or something similar to that. Right. Probably, probably call of duty is still Warzone is probably still one of the top played games. I would say Fortnite, not as graphic intensive, definitely has no single player storyline mode. It is purely multiplayer. So they've had time to just focus on that one thing. Minecraft, same thing. It's actually a completely different game. It's made more of a solo game than a multiplayer game. Like you said, different beasts, different engines. Just a different, yeah, different. But also owned by Microsoft now. And Mm -hmm. Call of Duty... 100% 100% by Microsoft. <laughs> uh, but didn't they start off with a campaign, albeit a smaller one? Their campaign this this last release for the original Warzone was very good. I really enjoyed that release. Their current release is some like weird throwback to like World War II. Yeah. Terrible. Oh. <laughs> terrible BR. Okay. Or not BR. Uh, ter- terrible BS. Campaign. They're going to reprise this year Modern Warfare 2 which was their best-selling version of the game. So we're likely to see that really like take a, a tremendous lead. The point I'm trying to make is all three of these games have had just a juggernaut of ideas and money and thought put into them. And you would think that Halo would be right up there with them. From what I've seen, they tried to pivot a little mm-hmm. bit too hard from a single player game into a multiplayer game and i feel like we're still suffering from that when we should not be at all 
You might say, Scott, they girl-bossed too close to the sun. Ugh. So while Microsoft busies themselves with changing leadership in the hopes that it will deliver a better game, we won't see the outcome for years. If mm-hmm. you want what you would think that multiplayer experience to be, Destiny has a gun that you can earn from Zer in his little 30th anniversary world. Okay. The gun is called BXR-55 Battler, and it is Bungie remaking the, the battle original rifle? battle rifle from <laughs> Halo. And I will tell you, I got that game in the first week that I came back into playing Destiny and is by far my favorite gun I've ever used in that game. Nice. That's super cool. I have not paid for the 30th expansion, whatever you have to do to get it. It's and I won't. Just give, I won't. Give them money. Give no, them money. Sorry. Do it. Do it. Speaking of giving people money, Scott, this week... Me, please. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk about D23. We are all about those big franchises this week and talking about the amazing content that has been kind of life-defining for us. And Uh, those big Ds. Nuts. (laughs) There's a post that says, Everything Marvel announced at D23 means for the MCU. Heard that D23 was coming, but you know, it's kind of like that Andy from Parks and Rec meme. I don't know what D23 stands for, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. So, could you explain for the lovely listeners at home what are you talking about? D23 is Disney's fan club, and they do an event, and during this event, they announce things that are coming. Think Comic-Con, except all Disney. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, where, like, you might go to a Comic-Con and see Kevin Feige show up on stage and say, hey, here's the new characters in Miss Marvel. Sure. Which I think they did. This gives a long-term thing for Disney. So, they'll announce things on Disney+, Plus, Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, things happening at all of their Disney parks and resorts. Oh. And... It's where they release tons and tons of new content. Some of them taken with great fanfare. Some of them incredibly controversial. I would like to just focus this first part, something that you and I are really... We hold um, it in our very close to our bosom. Bosoms. We're bosom buddies. Bosom buddies. So this is Marvel and Lucasfilms. This specific list will give us Star Wars as well. Okay. Uh, the first one is a show that Thank isn't you. a part of either of those franchises called oh Willow. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the original growing up? I don't know what this is. It oh, was a okay. 1988 film. Tell me, yeah. what is it? It was Val Kilmer, and he played, it was like a medieval kind of thing. You fight dragons and other monsters and... Willow was his less than reluctant or reluctant bud to kind of help him save the princess, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It was okay. It scared me. That's why I don't remember it. I have. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's repressed those memories. We did get the first or maybe it's the second glimpse of Andor. Yes. I did not watch that trailer on purpose because seeing one, I'm like, okay, I'm locked in. I don't need any more. Got it. So you saw the teaser trailer. This is the official long form trailer. Mm-hmm. And it comes out at the end of this month, at the end of September, on the 21st, in oh. a week, Scott. Wow. Okay. Nice. 
Speaking of Star Wars, we also saw Tales of the Jedi, which is an animated film or animated show. Super excited for this. And it's because it gives us backstory on several characters that we were afraid we weren't going to get because they were stepping away from the Skywalker saga. But can't stop milking the teat of that cash cow. <laughs> we need to know what happened with Ahsoka and Count Dooku. Speaking of Ashoka, they did nothing. People were kind of up in arms that they didn't share any news about that show. Real quick, how do you spell it? How do you spell her name? A-H-S-O-K-A. And how did you pronounce it? Ashoka. Okay. Ashoka. Ashoka? Nope. Ashoka. A-H-S? Ahsoka? Yeah. Ahsoka your face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched any of the animated films. Do you plan on watching? I've watched I, I guess you you have everything. Everything, Willie. I am a space nerd, dork, geek, whatever you want to call it. I eat it up. I, I put it into my giant bowl of cereal in the morning. I sprinkle some sugar on it and I eat it up. Scott is a purist when it comes to Star Wars. He will watch everything unabashedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the animated series are some of the best stories. They can't get all the little cuts and action sequences and the actors acting the way they want to know. So they'll just animate it and they'll have voice actors who are amazing uh, come in and put together some of the best Star Wars stories you have never even thought of. I highly recommend it. There, If like hey, Clone Wars, for example, you've not watched it. No, I've watched a few, but I, I have a hard time with animated shows. I've watched a few animated shows as of late, but, oh, man, people, people, our listeners are going to be mad at me for this. I have a really hard time getting into Avatar The Last Airbender. It's okay. Like it just, it doesn't, it doesn't hook me. It's okay to be wrong sometimes, you know. It's okay to not be okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show, too, for anybody and everybody who's listening. But what's next on the list? We saw the first official trailer for Secret Invasion. What did you think of this trailer? I am a Disney whore. <laughs> so Maybe describe what Secret Invasion is for listeners who are like, what? Yeah. Secret Invasion is about the scrolls that were introduced in Captain Marvel. With all societies and cultures, there's people who uh, fight for good and there's people who defend evil. This is about the people who, in the Skrull culture, who you may or may not remember are shapeshifters, mm -hmm. are trying to use their powers for bad, and they are copycatting several known Marvel characters. And in the trailer, it calls out Nick Fury, specifically. I watched the trailer for Secret Invasion, and it's Marvel's version of like a spy thriller. Yeah. It, if I had feedback okay. about this, about this trailer, is it's like a Disney version of a spy thriller. That's and what you just I said. Think they can, I know, but I think they can go so much more. I think they can break the mold a little bit. I want them it I want them to make it a little bit darker, grittier, a little bit more challenging. Um Sure. Toe that line between PG thirteen and rated R. You don't have to go all in. But Nick Fury is, like, the Marvel badass. Sure. One and of them. I just want to see some ass-kicking. I mean, I, you I might see, see that. 
the all of the feedback that the comments about this trailer were was that it's about time they make something serious. It's about mm-hmm. time they come away with this gritty feeling. It kind of like what you're asking for. I just watched Thor Love and Thunder for the first time. And big difference between Willie and I is I actually liked it. I thought it was great. Oh, but, I thought it was I, I thought it was a good film. It yeah. was a rom com though. It was. It was. And I love that for the character Thor. He's just like Superman, you know, how do you make a movie about a god and and try to make it, you know, realistic. Sure. Yeah. 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 When it comes to the boots on the ground characters, Spider Man, you know, uh, any anybody in the Defender series, these people are vulnerable. Nick Fury is mm-hmm. just a human. There's nothing special about him, except he is a CIA level like operative on steroids. The question might be for this story is if they copycat Fury, what are the repercussions? What kind of trouble could the Skrulls get into? And if they can copycat Nick Fury. Who else can they copycat? Let me wrap up this little conversation about Marvel. They ended by bringing us the first reveal of the Thunderbolts. Which looks cool and confusing. (laughs) The Thunderbolts (laughs) is supposed to be an ensemble cast, cast. I think, is it Marvel's version of Suicide Squad? Is it meant to be the baddies? Yes. Yeah. Anti-heroes and villains kind of mixing together for those types of things that the heroes aren't willing to do or just to fight the heroes. Yeah, and it, it's going to be a film. And I think the actors that they have have the chops to be able to hold a whole film. But knowing just how phase four has gone so far... I'm All over little, the place. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive for this film. Uh, David Harbour... As uh, Red Guardian, one Amazing. of my favorite actors right now. Amazing. going to do such an incredible job. And if the shape that he got in for Stranger Things is any indication of what we can expect from him, he's going to be a badass. Dude, yeah. He was on the red carpet, I think, for this event. And when somebody questioned him, like, what he knew about this so far and he's like all i know is that they said i get a new suit and he was so excited about it it was super cool (laughs) um and then the the one that got probably the most applause which isn't surprising i guess because we've seen him so much is sebastian stan as bucky i stan but i don't understand why he's in this film because i don't either everybody else makes sense except for him maybe he's the leader of the pack but who knows Florence Pugh, though, as Yelena, she's going to carry this film. I think she did a fantastic job in Black Widow and can probably do a great job of making this a good film. Here's my take on this movie. It doesn't make sense until it comes out, right? Until it Mm -hmm. is a puzzle piece in the grand tapestry of the MCU. Do you know what Secret Wars is kind of all about? Have you read anything about that? No. So this... Big Kang multiverse saga that they're working on right now. The two big movies to end it all. One of them involves all of the characters from the MCU being put together in like a giant battle royale. I have a feeling they're just kind of like bringing everybody back into the lexicon to remind us like, oh, this person exists and this person exists. And they're going to introduce a ton of side characters that we haven't heard of before just to put them in this final movie. And kind of one-up the Avengers endgame. Do you think that's a good idea? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
Or do you think do you think it's Kevin Feige saying, I think we can get a big ensemble cast and do something bigger. Pull in just as much money. I have very little faith in Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty as an Avengers set of movies. What if in Secret Wars, the final film, they bring back everybody, Willie? And I'm talking about everybody. I would lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And that's potentially what it could be. Scott, I sent you a TikTok earlier today of uh, Spider, the like when they could have used like the original Spider-Man mm-hmm. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I just watched that TikTok and was like, oh, God, they should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine like, all right, just f- fanboy here with he, me. For he's a getting teary eyed right now. All three of them. All three of them show up like, yep, we're all going to fight this. Dude. All the Spider-Mans. Young Captain America. And then Iron Miles Man, Morales. Miles, like anybody and everybody. Like mm-hmm. all the characters from, uh, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. All the characters from the TV series on Netflix. Like it can happen. Everything is under one umbrella right now. They introduced the final four or the final... Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, there's just gonna be random basketball players showing up. Like that's how many people get pulled in. <laughs> to put it lightly, it would be a slam dunk. I don't know about you, but before we started talking about this story, I was uh, just feeling normal. But now I am completely up. It's sometimes good. It's sometimes not. It's time for ups and down votes with Willie and Scott. Call it three, two, one. Heads. It's tails. <laughs> yes, this is my week. <laughs> the streak is on the other side of the table. I have to give a down vote again, or <laughs> unless Willie has some sort of I don't know. No, no. Okay. My upvote of the week. We spent so much time talking about Disney. Let's keep this one short and sweet. This is from Made Me Smile. It said, my daughter on the left is the only female on her high school JV football team. Imagine our surprise to see another young lady on the opposite team at a recent game. I have so much respect for these girls. That is awesome. Uh, As scared as I am for their future because of CTE, it's still super cool to see that everybody's being able to get involved at such a, a young age. And hopefully that that kind of just paves the way for more women in football. We got that female kicker who scored, I think, the first point in college history last year or two years ago now, which was amazing. It's incredible to see. One of, one of the things that I will say is, since I go to the gym as often as I do, there are significantly more women in the gym nowadays than there are men. And this is a trend that I think should happen more often. I don't think that that should be a place or fitness in general needs to be male oriented. We're beyond that at this point. And I think this is just another example of of two girls saying this is something that I'm into and I want to play the sport and we should embrace that. We shouldn't look at something like this and say that this is negative in any way, shape or form. Absolutely. Let them play. Well, speaking of negative, my downvote of the week is from white people Twitter. Mm. 
That's not what's negative about it. Chill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> but it is a post from uh, the good old Twitter from T. Lecoq. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that. Gross. It says mermaids can be black. Hobbits can be black. Elves can be black. Dwarves can be black. Jedi can be black. None of these things are real, so any of them can be black, and you can stop being racist. (laughs) This was my downvote of the week, too, and I don't think you and I can scream this from the rooftops any louder. We could buy megaphones. Let me just make this crystal clear for you. If you saw that trailer and felt uncomfy, do some work, because you have a problem that is unequivocally 100% racism. That's it. That's what you're dealing with is the feeling that you are racist because you were mis- you're not being represented in a film that you grew up seeing yourself in. And who the fuck cares? I it's been an emotional week for me. <laughs> and I watched all the videos of the the little girls, the mm-hmm. little black girls like which is my upvote s- of the week. <laughs> Seeing themselves, seeing themselves in this film and getting emotional about it. And that is exactly what movies should do is show representation. That's why we're here. That's what it's all about. Literally what it's all about. Everybody can play. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Find more of us on our socials and we'll see you next week.